Welcome to the Impact Podcast, a place and space centered around business, leadership, and development. We believe that those people who are going to be relevant, effective, and ultimately disrupt and galvanize change in the future are going to be those who are entrepreneurial, display effectual leadership, and have a firm commitment to development. The Impact Podcast, where we exchange ideas and share perspective. Uh, my lead, I want us to start there, actually. I want us to have a conversation about your journey to PhD, right? But before we get there, because you, be, you got your PhD before 30, if I'm not mistaken, leadership. So I want us to jump into At that 30, conversation. Yeah. But before we get there, I want us to talk a bit about where you come from, my leader, because I think you have a compelling story. And I want us to talk a little yep. bit about your background, your upbringing, um, and I know me and you, we don't like this whole, you know, the, this whole typical rags to riches story. We, we, we know we have our problems <laughs> around that, especially when people look yeah. for, I know you, you posted it once on LinkedIn saying, especially when people look for sort of cheap, cheap sympathy, if, if I got it right, yeah. I think that's what you, that's what you termed it, right? This rags to riches yeah. story. But my leader, you actually do have an authentic, a genuine and a real story that comes from per se not much um, to where you are right now. So Melita, talk to us, man. Tell me a little bit about your story, Melita. Oh, thank you. I think, um, let me start by correcting you there. Uh, it's mm. not re uh, rags to riches. I'm not stating the riches part. <laughs> yeah, uh, but I do have a story that starts from somewhere. But we're working on so the I... riches. All right, Melita. We're, we're, <laughs> we're working, working on the riches, yeah. They are coming, sir. Every day, every day. Yeah, they're coming all their way. <laughs> I can hear them calling. Um, yeah, so I, I grew up um, in Zimbabwe in a small village uh, in the eastern part of, of Zimbabwe. And growing up, growing up there, I know this sounds cliche, but we did not have much. At some point, we were staying in one room with my, 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 my five siblings and my mother. And, and one thing that we, we were given were, were books by my mother. She was a reader or or your life up to, to your death. And she would take us places every evening uh, through reading stories uh, in, in different fictional books. And that's how I learned about the world beyond my village. And I aspired to one day be part of that world and to contribute to that world. So I knew about, I knew about, about, about science uh, from the books. Um, even when I went to school, there were no labs in my school. Uh, it was a proper village school, um, I, I, but I was able to, 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 to imagine the experiments in my head and, and read and understand things. And, um, but I'm grateful for that time. It was a, an amazing time. Taught me to think quickly, taught me to understand things quickly. Uh, I never had owned a textbook all through my, 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 my career up to date. I've never sure. owned a textbook. The only books that I've owned are, are books that I've bought to read. <laughs> Um, not not necessarily textbook for for any course. I could not prescribe. I couldn't afford prescribed books uh, throughout my, my my academic journey. Um, but what I was taught was just to be grateful for what I have, and to make the most of what I have. And I think um, I've developed some skills and tools that have allowed me to to flourish in any space that I find myself in. So um, from my village, I moved. 
um, to 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 a high school. Yes, Lita. You trying to tell me that all throughout, all the way to yeah. PhD level, you've yeah. never owned a textbook. I have never owned a textbook. In varsity, I used to to go to the library and the library they'll have you, they'll give you two hours per book uh, to use the book uh, per day and because of my background, those two hours were more than enough for me to be able to learn quickly. So I learned by hearing uh, because we did not have books to read. So we used to hear and listen and I uh, grasp things that way quickly. And yeah, and university was easy because now there were so many people who needed help. So I would just help people. And through helping people, I would get to use their books as they were preparing for, for testing exams. But that was that was cool. Um, I did that up yeah. to my masters, up to my yeah wow. honors. Wow. Yeah. Wow. But I want to take it back, my good leader. I want to take it back. Yeah. Let's 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 go back to you spoke about how your mother. Um, yeah. The one thing that you guys had, and the one thing that yeah. was very important to her, at least that she, besides the values, the principles, etc., that she instilled in you guys, it was the value of books. Um, yeah. And for me, that speaks to education right so yeah and 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 there's something that i love that you said leader you said that it was through those yeah. books that you began to see a reality outside of your yeah. present reality ah sir yeah so so talk to me about how the importance of education um you know the important role sort of education has played in your life in general whether it is formal yeah. whether it is informal um, just yeah. how, how important has education been to you, your life, your sense of imagination, your sense of drive? Um, how important has it been, my leader? Yeah. No, that, that is a, a very difficult question for me to answer because mm. I, I hold polarized views. I'll share the most dominant view there. Um, the very first one is that the value of education is intrinsic. So there is the instrumentality of education, which is um, the capability or uh, capacity of education to give, give you a living or for you to make a living off the education that you get. But I believe the true value of education is intrinsic. And I learned this coming from a family where my mother was educated, but she was unemployed. She never worked a day since I was born. I've never seen her work. But the education that she had received molded her and shaped her worldview. And she, it made her a more agreeable person in society, a more understanding person. Um, so there is the intrinsic value of education. Um, I just recently, I sound like I'm going to digress, but I'm not. Just recently, I was battling a lot with, with, with negative emotion, be it anxiety, frustration, um, all, anger, uh, you know, underachievement at some points. I had a lot of these negative emotions and I, I didn't know how to process them. And then I could go back to how I was brought up and I could start to think of a solution within books. And I found stoicism, a philosophy called stoicism that, uh, that shaped how I can deal with negative emotions and and that's for me oh powerful thank you <laughs> i was hoping you'd ask 
<laughs> All right. So stoicism is. I can see that you are you are inviting this conversation. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So stoicism is one of those old uh, Greek philosophies um, yeah. that is two things uh, as the pillar. The first one is that it shapes how you deal with negative emotions or emotions as a whole. Most people then confuse it to say it creates, it makes people stoic as people are not feeling or they are not responsive emotionally. But that is not correct. Um, yeah. Stoicism gives us a framework to deal with negative emotions. And mm. it's centered around uh, the belief that in life there are things that you can control absolutely and the things that you can control partially and the things that you cannot control at all. Now, if something happens that you cannot control at all, how do you process it? It's pointless. It's actually counterintuitive for you to stress about things that you can't control. Um, whether it doesn't rain or not today, you cannot stress about it. And if you are stressing about it, it means you lack rationality as a human being. And rationality is a cardinal pillar of what makes us human better than animals. Animals, they live on instincts and they, they act based on instincts. Um, what makes us human is rationality. So if you are given, if you have a proclivity, propensity to stress about things that you cannot control, then you are not yet fully human. Uh, the most evolved human being among us is the most rational among us. Now, so if so, stressing about things that are are beyond your control, pointless. Your if you're, control, yeah. it's, it's pointless. And then stressing about things that are within your control is again pointless because you can easily uh, work out a solution to your problems. So when you are faced with things that are within your control, you ask yourself, what is it that I can do to make it better? And what is it I can do to avoid the negative emotion in the future? So yeah. let's say you, you have... Um, an inclination of, of telling untruths. So you yeah. have a casual relationship with truth <laughs> and you find that you are often caught out and when you're like caught out, you, <laughs> yeah, when you're often caught out, it creates embarrassment for you, which is a negative emotion. Um, when you think about it, it's within your control. You can now think of uh, maybe making your lies complicated or <laughs> avoiding them altogether. <laughs> you know, um, and then the realm where most of us function are things yeah. that we have partially partial control, and this is where we struggle a lot. For example, you go to school, you study, and then you still fail, and that failure, most of us take it badly, and we 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 get depressed. But then, using stoicism, stoicism says even within that, you need to quantify the extent of your control. So you can say, okay, you know what? Yes. Um, and, and when you want to quantify the extent of your control, then you need to then shift uh, your metrics of achievement, meaning your, 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 out, your outcomes that will make you happy. For example, as a goal, if you make your goal to, 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 to do your best, yeah. then no matter what, that is 100% within your control. You can, you can, make, you can achieve it. Oh, if you make your goal, if you make a goal, yeah, but if you make a goal to, to get a distinction, that may be outside your control because your lecturer may set questions that you have not covered in your studies or even in your work and your understanding may not be on that level, then that goal would create frustration in you and would, would lower the quality of your life. So 
within your, in the do, domain of things within your control, set goals that will still help you to achieve the ultimate goal, but those goals should be realizable. I'm not saying lower the benchmark, but mm. I'm saying, um, I'm, I'm saying keep it within your control. And when you keep it within your control, you would live a happier life, which is why some people can lose a million on the stock exchange and still be happy. You know, because the goal there was not really to make money. It was to to, to experience, to, to have a chance at making money. <laughs> you know, I really appreciate what you're saying, my leader. Um, yeah. For me, listening to you sort of elaborate on this idea of stoicism, and I'm, I hope I'm getting it right. Uh, yeah. Um, uh, what, what, what I am hearing or what I appreciate or what I take from it is that we should not pin our happiness to yep. to outcomes yep right and and there was some someone said something that i enjoyed so much they said we we must stop worshiping the reward and understand yep. the importance of the process powerful yeah power and i think we live yep. in a day and age where we are so fixated uh, because many a times I think, you know, and, and, and I won't say that we live in a day and age, I think maybe one could argue that this, this extends into history as well. We've always sort of been yeah. a community of people, um, um, or maybe in modern history, that sort of uh, are driven by material, material things, yeah. possessions. Um, and, 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 and that for me creates this, 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 this drive or this thing within us where we are only happy when we achieve this or when we get that or when we are seen for this or when we are known or recognized to be that. Yep. Um, and so for me, what I'm really appreciating from what you're saying, and the thing is, is then the problem then becomes, my leader, is that if we don't achieve that thing, which is what yep. you're talking to, <laughs> if we don't get the yep. thing, then we don't get the joy, right? Yep. So we pin the joy or the happiness to the thing. Um, yeah. and, in, and yet we don't realize how important for me, and this is something that I've been sort of been challenged more and more with, is this idea yeah. to say, understand the importance of the process. If anything, the process is more important than the outcome yeah. or the reward. Because exactly. it's in the process where character is developed where growth is experienced, where we become better people. It's in the process, it's not the reward. Yep. It's the process that does that. So that's the one thing that I'm, that I'm getting from this concept that you're talking yeah. to, my leader. Perfect. I, 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 I was just talking about it yesterday to someone and uh, they were saying, oh, I can't wait for weekend. And I said, do you know how many weekends are there in a year? In how many weekdays are there? If you live yeah. life focusing on sure. just a weekend that is just you know um two sevens of a week then you are you are robbing yourself of a chance at happiness um, and you are unhappy yeah inadvertently <laughs> you're going to be unhappy more yeah. than what you are happy because you're always exactly the weekend <laughs> you're always waiting ready for the weekend and that comes to the same thing that you're talking about about outcomes um yeah. i've seen people who 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 summit mountains, they enjoy the preparation for one summit and they can take months preparing to summit, summit a particular mountain and they spend hours getting to the top and a few moments at the top and then mm. 
hours going down you know hey. so in life I, I the achievement the point moment of achievement should it's, it's minimal it's it's just the, it's this fleeting we spent most of our time in building mode in building mode and and i think the more we start to enjoy the building mode and as you know and focus less on the outcome the more we enjoy our lives um and i think this links to the concept that uh, i've shared before of destination uh a bias yeah where where we we think our happiness lies in the realization of our goals sure. um and then when we realize that goal uh, we then realize no actually there is a better goal out there that you can pursue so most of us be like you know as soon as i'm done with matrix i'm going to have fun but you get to vas- you finish matrix you get to visit and like oh, as soon as i get to my honors i'm fine get your honors as yeah. soon as i get a job get a job as soon as i get a house get a house so that's that's the, the race we are in we chase our tails all through our lives because of that but then if we want to really live meaningful lives which are happy lives i think it's important for us to 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 embrace the journeys to embrace mm. the, the the movement towards the goal and and enjoy the present um, i think a converse a converse of this is uh, what they call in psychology rosy retrospection yeah so with rosy retrospection the past always looks glorious you know which is why you always hear people say oh the good old days the good old days but in truth the old days were not better now if you're thinking you'll be like oh you know things life was better in high school you know i didn't have to worry about bills i didn't have to worry about this but it was not you know um you so the past always seems high school as well exactly their own struggles but because our memories are fickle we've forgotten now and we think that um the present is is not the best um and i mean some people may think okay the future is really where i'm going to make it where i'm going to really enjoy a meaningful life but then the future is not promised and what do we say about people who don't live to be to 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 realize their 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 goals can we say that those people do not live meaningful lives if i'm to to die today i don't want it to be said of me that i did not live a meaningful life um and because of that realization i want to enjoy this moment to the best and i'll enjoy this moment as if it's the only moment that i'll ever have and i think yeah. that that kind of realization gives me such a presence of mind um when i am interacting with my loved ones because mm. i know that this is this may be all that i may ever have this time may be all that we may ever have together and i keep my quarrels at minimal i keep the i keep the fighting at bay as far as possible possible if you are married but i keep it at uh, on minimal <laughs> and and i try as much as possible to be present so yeah. i've rules like that i that i have in my home where my own rules not to my wife or anyone but my own rules i where i, I put my phone away and spend time with them my leader Be- before we get into yeah. those 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 rules and i want us to touch on them yeah um sure i mean you've said an absolute mouthful um <laughs> sorry my and this is why i love having conversations with you sir um you know like i said earlier you're really challenging me because and this is something that i've sort of been experiencing or sort yeah. of going through of late 
it's it's this yeah. it's this idea that what you what you what you what you what you echoed right now be present yeah. right yeah. um that we can't we 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 and I, you know people i think people who are very driven or ambitious struggle with this right yeah. where you're always it's always focused on the future it's always focused on okay yeah. so what next we we've achieved this so what next well, well what's the next goal what's the next target or what's the next objective whatever the case might be but you're always sort of in 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 drive mode you're always sort of in yep. chase mode chasing the next the next the next and and the truth is is that if you're always chasing the next you're never going to get to a place or a point in time where you can yep. just relax in the present be thankful yep. for the present and enjoy the present because the present yeah you are forever chasing oh, Lila, that is that is quite 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 sad and um when you look at it from an etymology perspective mm. um the future you cannot future the past you cannot past but the present is the only thing that makes sense it's present so yeah. the only thing you are called to be in the present is be present you can't yeah. be future. You can't be past. Yeah. You know, you can only be. That's the only thing that really makes sense. And I think the, if we can embrace that, we can live a lot oh, of. I oh, mean, oh, happy oh, lives. Leader, let's backtrack. Let's backtrack. You gotta say that again. You gotta say that. You know, it only hit. It only. It only, it only sunk now. Leadership. Please backtrack. You gotta repeat that one. You've gotta yeah. repeat that one. That's good. So I was, I was saying from from an etymology perspective, um, mm. the only thing that really makes sense is to be present in the present you can't be past in the past it doesn't make sense be future in the future you can't um but you can just be present in the present that's the only present as in the gift the present that we have and yes and when we have this we really have to 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 find meaning and and part of part of living a meaningful life is is setting highly rewarding goals so being ambitious yeah. Being ambitious, you know, on a physiological level, physiological level, we have a, the dopamine system. Um, the dopamine 100%. system is create is created to reward our yeah. achievements. Yeah, exactly. Which is why then, um, when when you achieve something, you'd have more energy for the next achievement, and when you don't achieve something, you have less energy. If you're not doing yeah. good at your job, you could say, "I hate my job." But if you're doing well, no matter how much work you're doing quantitatively, you will you will still say, oh man, I'm enjoying this job because they're doing well, we're being recognized. Um, but then here's the thing, you can hack the dopamine system in, in that your achievements should just not be external. Of course, if your boss comes to you and says, hey, Sviso, you're doing a great job, dopamine immediately is released, you know, mm. you, you're, you're, you're happy. But then you can, you can really bypass that system by by again applying stoic principles that i was talking about sure. where sure. where you can set small things small small targets every day um oh, yeah. Yeah. you know I, I used to read this or listen to, to podcasts where people talk about uh, making your bed as the first thing i mean as the first step towards a productive day and i used to think oh this doesn't make sense but when you think of it from a neuro from a physiological perspective when you 
have a target that you're going to make your bed and you do make the bed in the morning when you wake up before you do anything else on your to-do list immediately your body says this is going to be a great day dopamine is released uh, serotonin is released you are you are in control of your day you are in charge of it and and i think if we're more intentional about the basic things in our in our day-to-day lives we'll find that we have more joy and more happiness if you like this content wherever you consume the podcast subscribe comment and share follow us on social media we'd love to connect with you that's impact podcast underscore you can also connect with me directly at sefiso dube underscore the impact podcast is brought to you by the impact organization in partnership with life destiny tv you can check us out at www.impact.com